the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 136 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name is Sam. Chris is eating croissant and his phone's dinging, so all good. Welcome to the podcast, Chris. That was bad timing. I said, it really was. He said, tell me when you're ready. I write, okay, I'll, I'll have a bite of my thing. I thought and- you meant, okay, we're ready to go. <laughs> He's almost okay. choking on the croissant. All right. So, hey, welcome. Chris here. How's it going? Good. <laughs> Sorry about that. Podcast is a day late just because of crazy weekend work schedules and things. Yes, yes. So um, that's we've right. got uh, conflicting schedules, so we don't see much of each other at the moment, so... Um, for this week or whatever. Yeah, one so, week and three that happens. Yes, so that's uh, that's something we've got to deal with. Anyway, um, so here we go. Uh, big big show. A lot of things happened since last we spoke. I can't even remember last episode, to be honest, but let's carry on. Oh, Field Days was a big thing last week, uh, yeah, last episode. And your car's still muddy? No, I went through a car wash. <laughs> oh, no, because when you picked me up from the airport, no, I was no, like, I, yeah. oh, I see what you mean. There's mud all over this thing. Right, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Okay, so um, Foggy Hamilton's the first thing I got write, written down here. Last, When did we record last week? Um, I want to say Friday night. Right. After okay. field days. Yeah. And then you so, flew out Saturday morning. So I flew out Saturday morning. and uh, where, were my, you, where were you going? I was going down to TEDx Wellington. Um, it was much bigger. Last year it was at Park Road Post, which is um, out in Miramar. Um, Last year they bust you in, eh? Yeah, they, right? it was a whole. It was called Trust, and they didn't tell us where it was going to be. And we had to meet at the Cenotaph and jump on double-decker buses, which had all the windows blanked out. And then they drove us in a mystery bus through to... Uh, where it was being held, and it was actually being held at Park Road Post, which had a seating of, I think, I want to say 250, maybe 200, 200, 250, so not a lot of people, right? Yeah. We're really lucky to get tickets to that. It was sold out in no time. So uh, if you want to go back about a year ago, roughly, uh, in the podcast archives at com, you can find an episode about that trip. Yeah. But um, this year it was at this. It's at the St James Theatre in Courtney Place, and there was a thousand people there. Nice, and that sold out. It was packed. It was great. It was really, really good. Uh, again, a lot of um, a lot of care in all the little things that happen in the breaks and all that sort of thing. They just do that so well. Tedx Wellington. How long has so that been going it. for? I'm just trying to compare it's it. Five to... years now. Okay. Because I actually thought it was longer. But yeah. I think it's. I think they said this was the fifth year. I'm pretty sure that's when they said. Okay. So I think Auckland's on its seventh or eighth year, um, and that might be just even with just with Elliot because they had the two with Richard Hollingham, whatever his name was beforehand. Anyway, okay. um, but I get down to the airport. Quentin comes, picks me up, drives down to the airport, jump into the airport. We got there early because we wanted to avoid the field days traffic. And all the exhibitors were coming through at six thirty, seven o'clock, I think. Yeah, was when we went down there, and it was foggy, and our Hamil- plane was de- cancelled. Yeah. Ha- Hamilton's good like that. <clears throat> well, actually, uh, Auckland Rotorua were also fogged out, so we couldn't even bus anywhere else and get another plane. Oh, Rotorua's fogged out. Yeah, mm, interesting. So anyway, so uh, we ended up. Just sitting there for a couple of hours, I had my Kindle, it was all good, and then we flew to Christchurch, and it's the first time Quentin's ever been to Christchurch. 
Really? Airport? <laughs> yeah. Oh, airport. Yeah. No, it's the first time he's been to Christchurch. Oh, I, I just know, thought I he know. would have been someone that would have been there for some reason. <clears throat> Quentin, know, right? why haven't you been there before? Who knows? Anyway. Uh, he has an auntie there, so maybe he just doesn't like her. I don't know, something like that. How long were you in Christchurch for? <laughs> uh, we were in the airport for an hour and a half. Oh, or so. it, not, was, it was just not long enough to go out. Well, no, because the like, uh, Antarctica Centre is right n- just near the airport. Really? And No, but you wouldn't have had enough time. Oh, That's right. the problem. Because uh, you go on the... Um, the buggy thing and go around but I was just thinking if you're there for a little bit longer you could have done that yeah well, well maybe we were I think it was it was like it was not enough time to drive into town no but it, so it might have been two hours I can't remember but anyway um, so we just again sat there and you know hung out with all your fellow yeah. airport uh, pa- people that's always fun do you like people watching I do a little bit yeah. I do a little bit so and then we I, um, I always wonder where they're going and what their story well, is mine's more uh, precise style people watching I, uh, I wasn't going to say <laughs> that but uh, okay I was just being honest you know tell it like it is no no uh, then we um, flew back up to Wellington uh, so it was, it was interesting seeing you know the the southern ranges or whatever they call them um, on the way up and back to Wellington from Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, I saw you post that on Facebook and someone went, you're like, on my way to Wellington, here's the Southern Alps or something. And people were like, uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so it was cool. Um, it did mean that we didn't get there till like 4.30 in the afternoon. So all the things I wanted to do in Wellington on our, our full day, because we were supposed to be there in the morning. Yeah. Um, and we ha- didn't have any plans. So I was going to go to Tapapa because I still haven't seen that Gallipoli exhibition oh, or any of that. Yeah. So I missed all oh, of that. Oh, gutted that you missed yeah. that. So, um, but yeah, anyway, that's cool. It, w- it was good. We caught up with Sheldon from Tauranga on uh, for dinner, and um, how Sheldon? Oh, and I had the hottest curry because I have to because these guys were wimps and they went, "Oh, we'll have um, mild, mild," and I went, oh, "I'll have a hot curry." And she goes, "Kiwi hot or Indian hot?" Oh yeah, I was like Indian hot, and it was um, Malai kofta, I think. So, which is sort of a sweet one. Yeah. So I thought I can't spice that up. Oh my god. I, so, didn't, I didn't finish all the curry. Oh, like, I was going to say. But was it good? Sauce. Apart from it was, hot, it like, was really good. Um, the next morning wasn't. No, um, no. Burning ring good. of fire, I'm guessing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a dumb move. A dumb move. That's old Chris <laughs> trying to be the man. I'll have a hot I, curry. I used to do that all the time, though. And oh, I think well, that's that the doesn't problem. doesn't surprise me. I, I, but I think that's the problem. I'm not. I'm deacclimated. Yeah, 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 yeah. How's that for a good word? That's great. Um, so anyway, yeah, TEDx itself again was really good. I'll, I'll, I'll run through a few Let's of go the, through the highlights here. The highlights. Where's How that, many speakers? That? Ten speakers? Less? More? God, there's, yeah. there's a picture with all of them. There's heaps there, of them. There's um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, there's ten speakers. Uh, <laughs> I think there was a bit more than that. But because um, three of those were up on together. Ah, oh, right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You um, told me that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, Must have been 12. 10, 10 to 12 speakers yeah. or something like that. Okay. Um, it was really good. Um, what are the highlights? Highlights for me. Um, jo Cribb was really, really powerful with her gender equality talk. Yep. Um, and it's always a uh, hot topic. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a topic I go, oh, enough already. But no, she was really good. Uh, she spoke very well. She Did it inform you more or change your opinion or just make you think a bit more? It or? made you think a little bit more. And she had a really solid call to action that she just kept repeating. All right. If you, male or female, 
If you go, we can change everything. If you go back to your boss, male or female, from here today and say, in this organization, do women get paid the same as guys for the same job? Mm. And just start asking that question. If everybody started asking that question, it would resolve it. What do you think the answer would be in a normal, big corporate, medium-sized corporation? They'd just be like, well, that's confidential. Wouldn't they? No, you just ask your boss. You just ask your oh, boss. Right. Do, do, do women get paid? Wow, my old um, boss wouldn't have told me anything. And so so my thing, and I've mentioned this before, I'm sure, um, last year we had a speaker that I was coaching who was, you know, oh, men you know, are privileged and they have everything in their favor all the time. And I said, that's not, like, that's your point of view. It's not necessarily true. And she goes, no, it's absolutely true in every case. And I'm like... Uh, no, it wasn't because when I worked at Telecom, when I was on the phones, every woman, every person above me on the hierarchy, to up to and including the CEO, was female. Everyone. And when I was a trainer, and that's got m- more scope to uh, progress in that, there was like we, we joked about it a little bit. And I'm being crass, and and you know it was more of a joke, but it was like you have to grow a pair of tits to um to get a job as one of the seniors in that um, training team because they're all women except Rob and he cheated because he's gay. So, like, you know. Anyway, so I'm digressing. Uh, The last speaker was really strong too, Melissa Marquez. I thought she she was really great. Um, Nick Curry made me realize how lucky I am. He he talks about posture. Oh, he he was talking about old people. Yeah, no... He talk, he's talking about posture and how it does, you know, he goes, people aren't taught to walk. And that's when I realized, yeah, I spent six years learning how to walk in my late teens and early 20s. Yeah. Doing karate. Yeah, yeah. Because you're just walking up and down and get your balance right and all this sort of thing. And it's all posture. And I think that's one of the reasons why physically I've been so good at my advanced years that I um, am now enjoying. Yeah, yeah. You know, so anyway, that was pretty cool. Um, the surfboard dude was pretty cool. What was he talking say. about? Just new ways of doing surfboards? <clears throat> he was a, he, he, he liked surfing. He, he was oh. out there um, surfing. And he was out there after raining and goes, the water tastes funny. And they realized it was all the toxic leach coming from the landfill into the bay. Oh, um, yep, okay. And at the time, he was a, a graphics guy, you know, doing uh, car graphics, so cut off the, yep. the vinyl. plastic vinyl. Yeah. And it, all, most of that, 90% of it, goes in the landfill because you cut off the little letters out of the big sheets and all the rest oh, goes in the landfill. Yeah. And he goes, I can't do this anymore. So he quit yeah. and he decided to start making surfboards. He did tell the story about how, but I forget. It was only a small uh, intro to that, but... He realized surfboards were really badly made, you know, with polystyrene. Oh, yeah. You know, they sound terrible. But yeah, but literally they go to landfill and they're just as bad. So he started making, instead of fiberglass, wooden surfboards. Oh, okay. Um, they still have polystyrene in them, but he uses recycled polystyrene. And he's going through this whole thing. And he's invented this machine that allows him to form the boards. Well, yeah. Um, that must save him a lot of time. It saves him a lot of time, but he's going to be licensing it around the world. <laughs> which is great. Yeah it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. So we had a good talk about that afterwards in the breaks as well. Which is the key thing about these TED talks, you get to t- talk to your uh, the, the speakers, yarn to these random your, people, your, your idols. 
I don't know about that. <laughs> in the break. So we'll talk about that later on. But yeah, um, those were just a few. Those talks will be up, I would imagine, in about six to eight weeks uh, on the TED uh, site. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, and we might throw a link to TEDx Wellington in the show notes. In the show notes. Um, did you have trouble with Uber? Sorry, I just about swore. Uber sucks, man. <laughs> no, actually, all right. So Uber but, was great because this is my first Uber experience, right? And um, Uber's coming to Hamilton at the end of the year. I'm going be interested to see how that goes. Okay, so this is what happened. We get there. Um, um, Quentin says, right, Hamilton, uh, Wellington Airport, rather. Uh, we get there. He goes, right, we'll get an Uber. I asked a taxi driver how much it would cost. And it was... 40 bucks. Yeah. Um, he he organised an Uber. We jumped in Uber. I think it cost him 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. Right. So yeah. quite, quite the a The poor Uber driver. Just yeah, yeah. So Uber driver was great. It was it was a nice car. I Prius, I think, and had a good chat to him. Asian dude. And yeah, cool. No problem. Um, got us there. Uh, then we went out for... Oh, at the actual event, we went to the after party. This was on the Sunday night. Yeah. And I'm going to walk back from, you know, Museum Hotel, which was where the after party was, back to Featherston Street where we were staying at the yep. Ibis. And he goes, ah, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to walk. I'm going to get an Uber. I'm like, oh, I want to wait around for an Uber. Two minutes. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Well, because it, uh, it picks the person that's closest to you. Yeah, or less. It was really good, and it cost like bugger all. And I was like, oh, this Uber thing's pretty good. So I, the next morning, I had to get the flight up. Uh, I had the first flight in the morning, um, yep. which I think was 7 o'clock or something, something like that, right? So I was going to leave the, the hotel about 6. So um, Quentin says, oh, okay, what I'll do is I'll send you the um, a, a code to join Uber, Right, and you get a discount. It yep. used to be about twenty bucks. Get a little bit of a credit, but eh? five dollar yeah. credit. So right. That's cool. All right, sweet. So we sent that through. I so I download installed the app the night before, and this is late at night, right? Because um, we're finally back from the after party. Installed the app. And that's all good. Next morning, get up, get down, get all my gear together, get down there. Um, you know, it's so early. The um, breakfast not open yet. There's a few. It's dark outside. There's a few taxis outside the hotel. Um, I sit out there in there. The taxi driver's looking at me. I'm looking at them through the win- glass window. Yeah. And I sit there and get the Uber, right? Do I? No. No, I don't. Because I go, I want an Uber. Where are you going to? Wellington Airport. You mean Wellington International Airport? Yes, I do. I'll go there. Right. Cool. Um, please confirm your account. Uh, yep. We're sending you a text. Was there no option though? It was just it's going to be a text. Yeah. Okay. So they send it. Never sent me a text. I, I like hit reply four times. I reset my phone. You know, I turned off my phone, turned it back on again, got into the app, did the same thing. Um, send me a text. Never, never got a text. Went outside, jumped in a cab, and uh, went to uh, Wellington Airport. So Uber. Yeah, great if you can get it to work. Um, the just randomly because you're talking about Uber, Travis, what's his face, the CEO, he's actually resigned from Uber. He was on a five-week absence thing, mm-hmm. and uh, now he's just uh, yesterday or day before he's now resigned. Uh, was that a sexism thing, or yeah, it was the main driving thing, uh, and a few other things. They, I think, he abused the he abused the crap out of an Uber driver, and, that, and the guy did recorded you see the that video for that. Yeah, it was all, but I don't think he abused the shit out of him. No, no, I think it was just. Uh, I, I I don't think he would do. He said much more than I would have. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't I, think it was abusive. No, no. It, I think it really bugged me. I think it was blown out of proportion. Exactly, exactly. I'm glad you agree. Because people, I, I uh, you know, like doing that when I they're on social... thin-skinned Uber drivers with apps that don't freaking work. I mean, come on. I know. <laughs> Talking about you, Guy. Do you ever listen to this? <laughs> guy doesn't listen to this. No. Uh, he hasn't got time. He's too busy driving Uber. <laughs> I know. Hey, do you know what's exciting news that just came out yesterday? What's that? TV1 and TV2 are now going to stream all their programs live on the internet Thank so we can God now watch for that we can watch stuff. tv we yeah. haven't watched tv for months now oh, six months six months Something we haven't like. had tv one two three we can't be bothered paying someone to fix the aerial on the roof yeah no nah. um but it's coming in 720p a uh, 720 high definition oh that's right uh so that'll be all right okay cool 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 and oh the, the alarm clock you got to talk about the alarm clock because that's awesome Oh, it's just a random story I saw. Yeah, um, you can tell me about that. T- t- tell the story about the alarm clock. Let me just get this right. I'm sure it's in America. It sounds like an American thing. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so it does, American. Eh? Yeah. Oh, an Australian. You could imagine an Australian doing that. So this one family has had an alarm clock going off for 13 years because it's been stuck inside their wall. Um, it's in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So, you you know, you've got an alarm clock with a battery in it wedged in the wall and you're sort of like, okay, that's a bit strange. How did it get in there? Uh, this guy in 2004, he wanted to drill a hole in the wall uh, at the bottom story of his home for a TV cable and he wasn't sure where to drill. So he tied it onto a piece of string and lowered it through an air vent on the second story. And so tied an alarm clock on a piece of string. Yeah, yeah. And then he planned to listen to it, uh, the alarm go off, which he'd set for like 10 minutes in the future um, behind the wall. And then he was going to drill into the wall where the alarm clock was. Which just... so, so he knew that there were no struts across there. Yeah. That's the it... dickest way of doing it. But anyway, carry yeah, on. Yeah, I know. It's just sound, like, it makes no sense at all. Um, and then uh, he heard a thunk and it fell off its bit of string. And uh, it goes off twice a day. Um, at Does ten- it... Oh, I was going to say, does it say what time? 10 minutes to 8 every night and 10 minutes to 7 every day. And uh, he, they do realise that they could just rip open the wall and get it, but uh, they're so used to it now, it's practically just another home fitting. How long has it been doing this? 13 years. 13 years. What sort of battery has it got? <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty good. 13 like he, years. He thought it was going to die after about four to six months. Bloody hell. But it didn't. Could you imagine how that would drive Tash insane? You know, because when, when we had the alarm plugged in and anything beeps, she would be like, Dad has been knocking on my door at three in the morning. Dad, the alarm keeps beeping. And I'm like, why aren't you asleep? You shouldn't worry about that. Sleep. I was yeah. asleep. I'm closer. I don't notice it. I got my door open. Yeah, no. good times. Hey, I got, uh, you You will find this quite, I think you'll like this. I got, uh, I was checking my spam folder the other day <laughs> and I got a very good uh, spam email. Um, Do you keep your good spam emails? Uh, oh, I've saved this one so I can read it I, to you. I, I've, I've saved a few in the past because some of them are epic, right? Well, I think I should send this one to you. You might want to take part in this. So in capitals, the uh, subject is, please answer emergency. Emergency. Yep. Good day. I know... <laughs> <laughs> Please answer emergency. Good day. Well, I'm going to just read it how it's written. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just going to laugh how it's written. Good day. I know this message will look strange, surprising, and probably unbelievable to you, but it is the reality. 
<laughs> of course it is. I want to make a donation of money to you. I contact you by the will of God. My name, <laughs> my name is Miss Amelicia, Amelicia Dadi. I am a firm German woman. Spe- <laughs> Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, Cameron. I am a firm German worm- woman specialized in mining gold and diamonds in Africa, but now I'm very sick of cancer. My husband died in an accident two years ago with our two children, leaving me with only a son who was just nine years old. And now I have cancer of the esophagus that damaged almost all the cells in my system slash agencies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll die soon, according to my doctors. My most concern now is my only remaining grandson, who knows nothing about life and has no one to take care of him after I have died, because I and my husband has no family. We grew up in the orphanage, and we're married in orphanage. <laughs> At three, no, nine, let's say nine years old. If I die, my son will soon be left alone in the desert of life, and I do... And I do want to make he a subject of the orphanage where I and my husband grew up. I want my son to grow up in a family way. Please, if you can be reliable and sincere to accept my humble proposal, I have, in brackets, 10.5 million euro in a fixed deposit account. I will order you, the bank, transfer the money into your account in your country immediately. And then you'll take my son to your country and raise him as your own, please. Oh, as your own son. Please answer as quick as possible. And then all in capitals. This is not a joke. <laughs> God bless you, <coughs> Miss Amelicia Dadi. So, so I think this is a brilliant way for um, scammers to uh, catch pedophiles. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm buying a kid. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, what the hell? Oh. oh my god, that's so bad. That's so bad. All right. Um. Uh, that's hilarious. As yeah, long I, as she's a firm German woman, that's hilarious. That's great. Well, I had some uh, good news the other day. Um, I got asked to. <laughs> I got asked to uh, go back to the Roman Empire, so I did which a, is a TV show that so, Chris yeah, has appeared so on. We did the New Roman Empire. Um, what did I do about a year and a half ago? Something like that, right? Well, yeah, and then it took a while to come out. So yeah, yeah. Um, which Quentin, because he he mentioned it the other day, and he goes, "Oh yeah, no, I was just watching it because he likes history things." It was, and I knew Sean Bean was in it, but I didn't realize he was just narrating it, and he wasn't actually in it. And um, and I'm just watching, going, "Oh, this is not that great." And then it was like, "Holy hell!" And rewind, yes, it is, Chris. So um, yeah, so uh, I was in that. Yeah, it was cool. And I had a plot point, and I had a few words I said, which were all cut out pretty much but um all good maybe you're gonna have a bit more to do in this one <laughs> yeah so they actually contacted me via text which is not the usual thing usually the agency just puts it on the um thing no they've definitely yeah like the look of you they like the look of me as a legionnaire so um yeah so they've got me um they've asked me to come in and do that so i i said yeah i can get the saturday off but i don't know about the um the friday and then i just caved and went yeah i can get the friday off 
<laughs> so I um, doing it Friday, Saturday, um, in, a, in a few weeks, and then I got hold of the boss and said, "Can I have the Friday off?" Um, I did check though; it's a Friday. I don't have as much to do. So good stuff. I've, good I've stuff. Got, um, fan of the show and uh, Tempor- uh, temporary. Uh, no, mate. actually, uh, your temporary flatmate and our very first in studio audience member. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff. He's leaning um, on his couch. Jeff's going to cover my orders garage. for the day because I'm working with him. He's still there because um, he's leaving soon. So, um, so, so yes, I'm going to be on the new Roman Empire again. So that'd be cool. Good stuff. And um, um, what's been happening this week with TEDx? Right. So we Rurikura. had TEDx Rukura. We had our very first ever salon event. It was really good. And I don't mean to sound as surprised as I probably sounded, because I was surprised as I probably sounded. I, There's a bunch of great people organizing oh, stuff yeah, behind the like, scenes, like the volunteers and that. Well, that's the whole point. I, I'm not part of the organizing no, for, you just this, look after And that's probably why sleep. it was so good. Um, so, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Now that you mention <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, like my limit, my limited activity was, oh, I'm doing part of the MCing, which I didn't even realize beforehand until I turned up, um, even though they'd emailed it through to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I did get the email. I didn't quite read everything. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I did, I did a good job MCing my little piece. You did fine. okay. Yeah, no, I did okay. So, um but yeah, no, it was really good. It was quite flash. It was a paid event, um, and we had uh, it yeah, was sold I, out. I keep forgetting that it was a paid event. Yeah, 50, 50 tickets sold. Um, so because that was sort of the limit of the the room. Um, so yeah, no, it was really good, really flash. So what we did, we had a couple of old speakers. We had uh, Andrew Nichols from our first year. We had Pamela Story and Ian White from last year. They just gave updates. Had a couple of videos. Great one from. Chris Anderson sort of talking about um, you know, what, 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 what TED it. is. Yeah, well, I, I think it was you know, what TED is. It, it really yeah. was to the speakers. And then, drum roll, we announced our speakers for this year, which you can see because we're going to put a link to TEDxRuakura.com in the show notes. Yep, we and, should probably just share that on the Facebook page as well. As, as well. And we're going to invite you all to get a ticket because – I, not because I'm I'm MCing. I was going to say because you can come I'm MCing. see Chris. No, no, because one of the people you know is speaking. Yes, that's right. Sam Elton Walters is a speaker. Yeah. Speaker <laughs> at this year's TEDx Rukura, alongside Professor Michael Peters, Professor or Doctor Rosie Bosworth, Associate um, Professor, um, what's his name, Ryan I'm Co. Ch- I keep trying to think who the um, <laughs> like. I think Tanya's at the same level as me <laughs> in the scale of things. Uh, yeah. So um, actually, I thought that's what they were going to do when they did the announcement. I'm like, I'm the last person they're going to read out. Yeah. Well, you, well, you were you were though second no, to last. Second last, yeah. That was before um, Ryan. Cole, I don't know maybe? what there was no there was no no. I don't think there was any no reason no thing it. in the order. Um, but because we haven't worked out the order of speakers, we were talking about that the other day, and I, I that's going to be a little while away before I work yeah, out the yeah. the order of the program for the day. So if you're interested in getting tickets to see, and I'm Sam, talking about stuff, yeah, you can't tell him. No. He's not allowed to tell what what he's talking about. Um, so you know, there's only a, I I mentioned that to 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 Carl, 
Mr. Hartley, yeah, Lush, yeah. Lush Monster, um, today. Did he go with the standard a- a- reply? And he goes, yeah, he goes, it's either this or this. And I'm like, yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> oh, good, good, yeah. yeah. So. so that's cool. Um, but we won't go on about that. But they, the tickets are early bird special till the 13th, I think, of July. Yep, so sounds about good. So don't take my word for it. Get in early and get some of those tickets. We do expect it to be a sold-out event this year. So you get a whole day's worth of um, speakers. There's entertainment and food. Yeah. So yeah. like, um, I was talking to someone at the salon about it. Because yeah. the guy was like, some people get put off with the price. Yeah. And I said, yeah, but once you flip it and say, look, there's 10 people talking, it's yeah. a whole day thing. Yeah. And you can talk, you and network fed, and blah, fed blah, blah, blah. through the day. And it's worth paying a little bit extra and coming to the after party. Yep. Come to the VIP yeah. after thing. Can't yeah. guarantee what uh, state I'll be in, but. <laughs> That's going to be the good part. Because <laughs> as we all know, Sam doesn't normally drink, but oh, when he drinks. <laughs> <laughs> good times, good times. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you, you've been helping out with all the speaker coaching, which has been yep, great. Yep. I'm trying to memorize my speech. Yeah, so we. So sh- that's can, okay. should, I, should I say anything no, about the rehearsal? No, no, no okay, no. right, right, right. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I will say is it's a bit. Um, a lot of the speakers are out of the country a lot of the time. Yeah. So there's only like three or four of us ever at the catch ups in person. Yeah, and, and that's um, hard for you guys as well. It is. It's it is. It's, it's hard for me, but nobody cares. But it's hard for you guys, which is important. That's um, right. Yeah. No, it really is. It's not so good. But that's okay. Um, the the majority of the ones that are uh, unavailable, you know, here are real ex- like you know, used experts to in their field. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're good speakers. So um, they, we had one guy come up who's done a lot of speaking and he just rattled oh, his one off yeah. uh, yesterday in rehearsal and he could give that talk tomorrow pretty much. He could. And I think like, he could just, um, you know, edit it on the fly. Yeah. Because he was just like, oh, well, this other thing I'm doing, I'm dropping out a bit. Yeah. So. He, yeah. So um, so that's cool. But uh, our, if you're interested, that was Andrew Dowd. I can say the name now because it's... Yeah, all, I wondered if you were going I was like, to. Yeah, yeah, no. I keep, I've been in... What, it's been four months. Yeah, a long and time. And I haven't been able to say who any of the speakers are. So now I can start using their names. Excellent. <laughs> so that's great. Uh, that brings us to the end of the podcast, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you uh, want to keep in touch with what's going on in the wild world of Chris and Sam, we've got the Chris and Sam podcast.com yep and check out the chris and sam podcast on facebook where we try and remember to post things <laughs> and of course twitter at chris the only thing I, i'm sure i've mentioned chris this before yeah chris and sam pod on twitter sorry the um i when you've got multiple admins for a page i wish it would tell you that the other person's done something yeah i know I, so many times stupid... i go to link, like something and i've just unliked your like or, yeah. or vice versa yeah. So yeah 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 i don't know what that is uh, um, about you can change who you like oh as, very but... very quickly facebook's bringing out a funding thing they're doing it in the states now trialing what, it what like crowdfunding crowdfunding you do it all just on facebook now so pledge me and do. go fund or whatever the other one's called will probably die and you just do it, and there's... Oh, yeah, because Trade Me died when um, Facebook Marketplace came on. I reckon they took a big hit. You reckon? The yeah, amount- Facebook... Oh, yeah, from all the illegal people. No, no, but the amount of people that sell stuff on there um, and don't... It's still uh, a tab I'd like to delete from my feed. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Anyway, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week.
Don't forget to tell your friend.